Variety Sports Network production. Now to your host. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Monsters in the Midway. Thank you guys for joining me and tuning in again. It's actually an interesting week. We won. We did not lose. Uh, we actually fired on all cylinders, if you want to believe that or not. And uh, we managed to walk into New England and uh, walk away with a 33-14 to 14 win. We actually pounded the Patriots. Uh, they were hurting bad. So I was very ecstatic to finally get a win, but in pretty convincing fashion. So let's just jump right into it, as I don't have a whole lot of time today. Justin Fields went 13-21, to 21, so now we're seeing a consistent pattern. Uh, the last three to four games, he's been throwing – he's had over 21 attempts. So they're definitely getting him more involved in the passing game. 13-21, to 21, 179 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. This is also a reoccurring pattern that uh, – We've seen, and I've mentioned every time in the past couple episodes, that uh, the reason why I like him so much is because he's dual threat. So, again, uh, he had 14 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown. So, he was pretty he was pretty big time um, in this game as far as uh, being the guy that we needed him to be, being all over uh, and being an all, overall QB. So, like I said in the past couple episodes, the reason why I like him is because he's dual threat, and that's what the NFL's turned into uh, nowadays. So he's 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 like that. He's that guy. He was that guy on Monday. Uh, Fourteen carries for a quarterback is and it's pretty good, um, and a touchdown. So Dave Montgomery also had fifteen carries for sixty-two yards and a touchdown. Uh, Khalil, Khalil Herbert had twelve carries for sixty-two yards and a reception touchdown. So if you go on the last episode, I said that one of the things they needed to do was run the ball. And I think if they wanted to win, I said Montgomery and Herbert need to have 10 to 15 carries apiece. Well, Montgomery had 15, Herbert had 12, and Justin Fields added his own 14 in. So um, I was correct. That was a big thing um, that helped us win. We absolutely dominated the ground game. Darnell Mooney, still not entirely involved. Kind of His production kind of went down this game. Um, St. Brown had the most catches with four. Darnell Mooney, Darnell Mooney only had three catches for 53 yards. Um, and Cole Komet, I was really surprised we didn't get him uh, involved more um, and sooner. He only had two catches. I would like to, in the future, see these guys be involved more. Um, St. Brown, Mooney, and Cole Komet. But I definitely think that Mooney is our guy as of right now, unless we make a, unless we make a move um, for the trade deadline. Um, but if we don't, which I don't know what we're going to do, to be honest. But if we don't, he's our guy for the rest of the year. He's going to be our main guy. So I would really like to see him be involved more. But if we can get Mooney, St. Brown, and Komet all involved, that would make me very happy. I think that's a very big key to success um, to get those three guys started. So, um, Listen, we pretty much dominated on all aspects this game. Um, we did all that, and Justin Fields was sacked four times. So besides being sacked four times, the O-line looked really good, like fantastic for the passing and the run game. So I was pretty happy with that. Wasn't really happy with the four sacks. Um, 
because that almost made like four games or five games in a row with five sacks. Four sacks is not really what I, what I want to see, but like I said, we dominated on all aspects um, besides that. So I guess I'll let that one slide for this time. Justin Fields, little key. Justin Fields is one of two players in the last 30 seasons to have 100 plus, 100 plus passing yards, one or more passing touchdowns, 70 plus rushing yards, um, and one or more rushing touchdowns in the opening half. The only other guy to do that was Russell Wilson. I believe it was like in 2012 and 2015. It was, either, it was either that or 2014 and 2015. It was one of those. Um, but only one player in the last 30 seasons has done that um, besides Justin Fields now. And it was, it was just Russell Wilson until Justin Fields just did that on Monday. So pretty good. Pretty happy with that. It's a nice name to be up there with. Um, Roquan Smith had one sack, one interception, one interception, one interception. I don't know why I said it like that. One sack, one interception, one tackle for loss, and 12 total tackles. He's the first Bears player in history, history of the Bears, to record that stat line. So he's uh, he's continued to be a force for our defense, and we're really going to have to look up to him even more now <sighs> since we traded uh, Robert Quinn to the Eagles for a fourth round. Just to jump into that, listen, he was an older guy, man. Uh, four of his five seasons were very unproductive last season. I mean, you know, he he tied the Bears franchise record for sacks, I believe it was. But, uh, I mean, other than that, the rest of his seasons were very unproductive. He's an older guy. Uh, we got a fourth-round pick for him. Listen, he's a pass rusher that's over 30. We're not going to get – uh, second round pick for him. All right. He's had some good seasons, but he hasn't been the most consistent guy in the NFL. So I think a fourth round pick for Robert Quinn was probably more than what we should have got out of him. So I'm very happy with that, considering we're going to have the most cap space next year in the NFL. Uh, I think we have like 150 million or 105 million. It's one of those two. Uh, we're going to have the most cap space in the NFL next year. So to get a fourth rounder out of him was nice. So I feel like with all that cap space, um, we'll probably um, go after some big time people. Um, and more than likely now we'll sign Roquan Smith to a massive extension, considering he's probably the best linebacker uh, in football. So, and if you disagree with him being the best linebacker in football, he's definitely top three in his position. Then, but I think he's probably the best uh, linebacker in football. He's uh, he's he's always there, man. So, um, Jaquan Brisker, one of our rookies that we drafted, had a really good game too. Seven total tackles, one interception. He's been awesome. Him and Kyler Gordon, uh, both rookies that we drafted this year. Uh, both place right in the starting spots. They're crazy, man. It's definitely helped out big time. Um, our defense hasn't been the most consistent, obviously, but it's been the best thing about the Bears this year, which it seems like that is a consistent pattern um, in Bears history is we're always known for defense rather than offense. But considering we're only allowing like 19 points a game, 
I mean, we didn't even allow that against the Patriots, who are a pretty good team. I, I believe they just came out off a shutoff. Um, or they just came off of a shot game where they completely dominated like 29 to zero or something like that. So that seems like to be a consistent pattern. Bears having a good defense and a mediocre offense. But uh, again, it's nice that our offense was, our defense was on all cylinders this game, especially the rookies. So um, Matt Jones <coughs> got benched. After just six pass attempts, just six pass attempts. In those six pass attempts, he had 13 carries and one interception, or 13 yards and one interception. And then I believe he had six carries for 24 yards. So it almost looked like he didn't know what he was doing, to be honest. Like he was almost kind of afraid to get hit. Um, he, it was almost looking like he'd, he would rather run the ball then throw it. But he went three of six, 13 yards, the interception. They pulled him and benched him for Bailey Zappi. That time, Zappi time. He came in and looked great right from the get-go. I was starting to get super depressed. I'm like, man, this guy's going to come in and just absolutely dominate us. This fourth-round freaking rookie QB is going to come in here and just start ripping us apart. And that's what it looked like in the beginning. But we figured it out and absolutely put the hurting on him. He went 14 to 22 for 185, one touchdown and two interceptions. So we figured it out, man. We figured it out this game. Telling you guys right now, in my opinion, and it probably is a little biased because I am a Bears fan. If we could play like this, like how we played the Patriots, if we could play like that every game, We'd be really hard to beat. I I think we could probably compete with anyone. And that goes for the Bills and the Chiefs and the Eagles. When our offense is rolling, our defense, excuse me, our defense always seems like it's always rolling. I mean, we're all, like I said, we're only allowing like 19 points a game. So if our offense could get rolling and roll like it was in this game, I really think we'd be, we, we, we could really compete with anybody. So. I've said it every time the last couple uh, podcasts, um, but we had to stop the run. Stop, 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 stop. We're one of the worst teams in the NFL for the run. Ramondre Stevenson, very good running back. Dual threat, can catch the ball very well, too. We held him to 39 yards on the ground, 11 carries, 39 yards, and a touchdown. He did have eight catches for 59 yards. That's what I mean by his dual threat. He's got some hands coming out of the backfield. But, guys, we did something, man. 11 carries for 39 yards. You mean to tell me we actually had a game where we didn't allow the running back to have over 80 yards a game all the way up to, like, 180-something? 100 and – what was it? 100 and, 170? I think, that's, I think that's what we were allowing. 163 yards. I think it was that. So, I mean, the lowest I've seen up to this date was like 80 yards, 81 yards, something like that. Um, so, 39 yards, that's pretty good, guys. 11 carries, 39 yards. And uh, we only allowed 70 rushing yards total. 70 rushing yards total, that's right. You heard that right. 
70 rushing yards total. That's it. That's the whole Patriots team. We only allowed 70 rushing yards total. Listen, guys, that is a huge step up. I've said it every time in our podcast of a defensive key that I think we need to do to win, and it just does not happen. We literally cannot stop the run. It's something that we've had so much trouble with, so much trouble. And we come in here against a very good team and holding the 70 yards total on the ground. That's what I'm talking about. It's good stuff. It's not depressing. Um, But like I said before, we absolutely dominated like in total fashion with everything. So uh, we won the turnover battle. I talked about that. Did every, I, I, I pretty much predicted everything that we, if we need, if we wanted to win the things that I gave last week, I pretty much that bears did. So I said that we need to win the turnover battle, turnover battle, cannot turn the ball over. Uh, we had one turnover, one interception, just to go through one interception. The pass had four, three picks, one fumble. So Mac Jones threw one, Bailey Zappi threw two. And Bailey Zappi had a fumble, won the turnover battle. Had one, had uh, one interception. They had four turnovers. We won that. I talked about it. We won the turnover battle. Um, also to go with turnovers, I mean, 13% of the time that we had the ball and uh, our drives, we turned the ball over. We only punted twice that whole game. We punted twice to the Patriots four times. So they punted four times and turned the ball over four times. All right. We had one turnover and two punts that whole game. All right. So if you guys go back and listen, I said that our biggest thing, well, one of the biggest things I should say, was not turning the ball over, okay, and making the most of opportunities. Because this whole 13% of our drives ending in a turnover is not, I mean, it's, the, it's the, almost the worst in the NFL. So the fact that we only punted twice and only had one turnover, that's big time. Another thing I talked about in the last podcast was third down efficiency. We we're awful. We only completed 36, I believe it was 36% of our third downs. We went 11 of 18 in this game. 18 third downs, converted 11 of them. Um, The Pats went 5 for 10, so they went 50%. We went 11 18. So that's huge, guys. I mean, that was massive. We actually looked good on third down. Justin Fields actually looked calm, cool, and composed. He wasn't really trying to force anything too much. So, the 11 or 18 was it was nice. It was very nice. It was nice to see us actually move the ball. And on third down, it wasn't like a third and 15. It was usually like a third and short because um, we were averaging about seven yards on third down. So, it was nice to get up there and have like a third and four. Or third and three or third and one. It, it was nice not to have a third and seven, a third and 15, a third and 10. So 11 and 18, very happy with that. That was very unexpected, but very nice that we could keep it moving like that. We had 24 first downs that game compared to the Pats 12. So, um, yeah, we just we held on to the ball longer. We got more first downs. We were able to keep uh, everything moving. So that's good for us. Um, we had 390 yards of total offense. 
the Pats 260. So we outscored them in total offense by 130 yards. Um, that's pretty good considering we're, 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 we're not the greatest, you know? So to uh, beat a good team like that, to have 130 more yards than they did total of offense, that's uh, – well, I'll take that any day. I'm not really going to complain about that. This is hard because usually I'm out here complaining constantly about these guys, and I usually have a whole list written down. Like, you know, I use that pages because when it's depressing to talk about, um, you can just talk up endlessly about what they need to do to win um, and how they need to fix the losing streak. But whenever they do win and they look as good as they did, you come to find out that it's really that there's really not a whole lot to talk about because how can you correct something that they did so well? I mean, we rolled in all cylinders. I mean, even time of possession, we held onto the ball for 37 minutes and 14 seconds compared to the Pats' 22 minutes and 46 seconds. So I mean, you're talking like 14 minutes and and like and like 14 seconds more. No, that we that we held on the ball more than the Patriots. I mean, what else do you want? I mean. Everything I talked about last week when me and Brandon were on the, were on here, obviously I said they're going to lose like 24 to 17. He said 35 to 10. Obviously we were both wrong. They won 33 to 14. Uh, I was not expecting us to dominate on all levels. It, it's just hard to talk about whenever we do things so well because it wasn't like there wasn't something that we did well that game. And like Justin Fields is involved in the pass game. Did great. He had 14 carries for 82 yards. He's dual threat. He was using his legs. That, that's what he's good at. They were – they were giving him plays that he was comfortable with. I mean, the first two plays of the game were bootlegs. They were play actions. He, he rolled out right, uh, got a first down. I mean, these are the first two plays of the game. Roll out right, bam, 10 yards first down. Roll out left, bam, first down, 10 yards. Uh, those are the first two plays of the game, I and mean, we moved the ball immediately. That's something I talked about, that we need to get him more involved in the pass game, and I've said it every week. And we have been consistently giving him, giving him 20 throws or more a game. I would like to see it happen a little more. But, I mean, the fact that he's using his legs, and this is why I like him, guys. This is why I said he is our franchise guy. 14 carries. This is like three weeks in a row where he's had over 12 carries. He's using his feet. That's what we need him to do. We don't need him to be a pocket passer. And I felt like for a little bit in the beginning of the season, I felt like that's maybe that's what they wanted him to do. Like, don't use your legs, throw the ball. But then they didn't want it. But then they only gave him 15 throws a game. You can't make a pocket passer out of that. And that's not who he is anyways. I've watched – uh, Justin Fields since Kyle, or uh, since uh, high school on the QB1 they had on Netflix. I, I watched him all through high school, and I watched him in college because I'm an Ohio State fan. He's not a pocket passer. Can he stand in the pocket and throw? Yes. But where his legs were, he's so dangerous, okay? There's not a whole lot of teams that, that do a QB contain all the time. That's not something that you can just do. So that's where he is dangerous. We dominated in time of possession. We dominated in total yards. We dominated in passing yards. Okay, we dominating. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We dominated in total yards. We dominated in rushing yards. Um, Justin Fields used his legs. Dave Montgomery and Khalil Herbert both had over ten carries. They both had twelve carries or more. Uh, we dominated on third downs. Went eleven for eighteen to their five of ten. We dominated first downs. We had double the first downs they had. We had twenty four to their twelve. We only punted twice to their four times, and we won the turnover battle. We only had one interception, and they had four turnovers, three picks, and a fumble. <clears throat> and we held them to 70 yards rushing total. It's exactly what I talked about all last week. Everything that I stated last week, the Bears did. It's almost like a perfect game. I mean, obviously, it wasn't perfect that there's some minor things that we could do to tweak on. Like, you know, Justin Fields, I would like to see him throw the ball a little bit more. But I'm fine with him. I mean, I would like to see him be a little more involved because I want to see – 
Darnell Mooney, St. Brown, and Cole Komet get involved a little more. But I'm not going to complain about him throwing the ball 21 times for 179 yards and a touchdown. I would like to see the turnovers go away. But, I mean, listen, if you're going 13-21 to 21 for 179 and a touchdown and then you're running the ball for with 14 carries for almost 100 yards and a touchdown, I'm not going to complain about that. That's perfectly fine. You do you, boo-boo, okay? That's it. I mean, I, there's nothing else I can talk about. We dominated on all on, on all aspects last week. We were on all cylinders. We were firing on 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 the same page, and we went in there and we got shit done. We just absolutely dominated. And uh, there's nothing that I can really critique besides maybe the turnover. But the interception was a bad, you know, it just that shouldn't have happened. But he also had 14 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown. So, but yeah. I talked about it last week. Everything I said they needed to do to win, they did. I said they needed to convert more on third down. They did. I said they needed to win the turnover battle. They did. I said that uh, the key, the biggest key to us winning was Khalil Herbert and Montgomery having 10 to 15 carries apiece, both of them together. They did. So that's all I got for them. I mean, that's all I got for that, guys. I mean, they, they absolutely dominated. So. Real quick, Cowboys, okay? Coming into the game, we're three and four. Cowboys are five and two. They've had some iffy games. Dak Prescott's back. Didn't really look great. Got the win on this past uh, Sunday. Listen, um, just some key things. Um, I don't really know what else to talk about, guys, as far as the game. So I'm just going to give you my key offensive ideas, what our offense needs to do to win, and same thing with the defense. Cowboys are good, man. Their defense is solid. So, I mean, they're they're five and two for a reason, and they had Cooper Rush as a quarterback for most of the games. Listen, number one, protect Justin Fields, okay? The O-line has to try to stop Parsons and Armstrong, all right? Those two have combined for 10 sacks, which is 45% of the Cowboys' sacks. So those two have almost half the sacks of the whole Cowboys team. Those two have combined for, for almost half the sacks, okay? So those two together is is where the pressure's coming from. In my eyes, Parsons is the biggest threat. Here's the reason why. He's like Khalil Mack in the biggest way. We will see a healthy dose of him. That's inevitable. Our offensive line's not good. He's gonna get through. But the thing that worries me is that he's a he, he's a dual threat dude. We're gonna see him at linebacker, just like Khalil Mack will do, but we'll also see him at defensive end, which Khalil Mack will do. All right, Klomak does the same thing. I know he's not with us anymore, but it's a perfect example. Michael Parsons is a big-time baller, and the fact that they can run him in different schemes when it comes to linebacker and defensive end, that's scary for me because <clears throat> those are two different reads we're going to have to read off of him. So we're going to see a healthy dose of him. O-line's going to have to step up and at least give Justin some time to throw the ball. Biggest thing, run the ball early and often. I said it last week. I say it again. The Cowboys have one weakness, boys and girls, one, uno, uno, uno. One weakness. That is the rush defense. That just happens to be our biggest strength. Okay. Cowboys are allowing 120.9 yards a game on the ground. Our strength is their weakness. Got to use it. Pound the ball. Khalil Herbert, Justin Fields, and Dave Montgomery all need to have over 10 carries in this game for us to win this game. Need to all have over 10. Not five, not eight, not seven. They all need to have over 10 carries this game. Ten. The pass defense is strong. They're only allowed 185 yards per game, which is fourth best, right above us. I think we're. I think the Bears are still third, like 100 and 
or maybe we're right below them. I don't know. We're, we're up there with them. We have a good pass defense as well. Um, but the thing that scares me is Dallas has faced Brady, Burrow, and Stafford and has held those three besides Stafford. So they've held Brady and Burrow to under 250 yards passing. Well, Fields can't get to that, so that worries me. I mean, you're holding a seven-time Super Bowl champion and Joe Burrow, who's had one turnover since he gave up his five in, in week one, okay, um, to under 250 yards. That's big time. Um so, yeah, I know I still lost to Brady, but just hold him under 250 yards. But you want to know why they won that game? Because Learn Fournette had 21 carries for like 190 yards or 170 yards, something like that. So, same thing, same thing when the Eagles beat him. All the rushes that – there was five different guys that all had five, over five attempts rushing. So, our biggest strength is their biggest weakness. They each need to have Fields, Montgomery, Herbert, 10 carries apiece minimum to win this game. Um, need to continue, number three, need to continue to take advantage of opportunities in the red zone, not field goals, okay? The Cowboys force more teams to take field goals than any other team in the NFL. All right. Uh, the Cowboys have allowed have allowed 90% of their touchdowns in the red zone. They do not get beat deep. They have a very good defense, okay? Very good defense. And I know you're like, Ninety percent of touchdowns in the red zone. Yeah, but if you can make it there, they have a they have a hard time stopping the run. Very hard time stopping the run. So you get in the red zone, pound the ball up the middle, pound the rock, feed me the rock, feed him the rock, pound the rock, get touchdowns in the red zone, not field goals. We're not going to win this game with field goals. Our offense is not going to be able to keep up with these guys to just take field goals. All right, it's not going to happen. So they don't get beat deep. So all these long passes. They just they don't get beat deep. They have a very good secondary. Okay, very good secondary. We're not going to beat them deep. We need to pound the rock early and often, and just and just force them to try to stop the run. And that will open up the pass game. And Justin Fields does have an arm; he can sling the rock a little bit. Um, that's all I got for the offense. Defense, listen, guys, basically do the same thing. Okay, do the same thing that you guys did against Patriots. I don't know what else to say. And by those things, I mean force turnovers, stop the run, don't get beat deep, more tackles, get pressure on the QB, force mistakes. Dak is not that good. He is super overrated. Overrated. Make Dak have to make quick decisions, all right? That hand is not fully healed. I mean, it's healed, but it mentally, it's not fully healed mentally. He's not there, all right? He, had, he struggled last week. He struggled. Our defense is good enough to put pressure on, okay? Get pressure on him and force him to make quick decisions. I promise you he will make bad ones. I promise you. He is super overrated, all right? Super overrated. Make him make decisions quick. Put pressure on him, okay? That will force the mistakes. <clears throat> make the tackles. Don't get beat in the open field. If you get beat in the open field, don't 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 miss an open field tackle. We've, we've had some we've had some trouble tackling this year. Don't get beat like that. Make the tackles. Wrap up. All right? C.D. Lamb is basically their only guy. Zeke might not play, so it might just be Tony Pollard. All right? And C.D. Lamb. Dalton Schultz is good, but they don't have that connection this year right now. So C.D. Lamb, that's that, that's it. And, and I don't know if Zeke's going to play. He missed practice again today. Don't get beat deep. C.D. Lamb's that guy. That dude's quick, man. He's got, he's got some feet on him. That man can run. Okay? 
Don't get beat deep. Do not do it. I know we got some rookies, but Jaquan, uh, Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon, and uh, Eddie Jackson have all been playing great. Don't get beat deep. Don't. Put pressure on Dak, and I promise you he will lay up on the throw, and it'll force a turnover. All right? Stop the run. Tony Pollard's not Zeke, but he's good. He could be a starter on any other NFL team. I'm telling you, Tony Pollard can be that guy. He's a starter on any other team. Any other team, Tony Pollard's a starter. Don't get beat deep. Stop the run. If we can stop the run and force Dak to throw, we will win this game. I promise you. Dak is not that guy. Dak is not that guy to sit there and throw the ball 50 times a game coming fresh off a hand injury. Telling him, stop the run. We win the game. All right? And force it, and, and, and it'll force turnovers if you, if you make them throw the ball. I promise. So basically, just do everything that we did against the Patriots. Get it done. All right? That that is that is all I got. That is all the time I have. All right. That is it. I I still think we're gonna lose this game. I thought we we're gonna get blown out, but I think it might be closer than than what I'm saying. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, twenty to seventeen, Cowboys. I think we still lose this game. I think their defense is just too much for us, to be honest, because that defense is super good. I know I said the same thing about the Patriots. But I'm going to continue to predict us to lose because it seems that we've been playing better when I say we're going to lose. So I think Cowboys probably win 2017. Um, if it is a blowout, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Bears are that team to play really good. And the next game coming up to get demolished. But I think uh, now I think I might be closer. I think I, I think something clicked with the Patriots. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to carry on. Uh, <clears throat> make sure you guys check out our merch store, bonfire.com slash store slash Friday Sports Network. Check out some of our stuff. It'll be really cool. Uh, row one brand art gallery. Go check them out. Use discount code BSP15, get 15% off. I promise you it's worth it. They got some really cool stuff in there, man. Another one is in the clutch 10% off anything and everything when you use code Variety Sports. That's all capital Variety Sports, all capital letters. Um, at checkout, get 10% off. It's licensed MLB apparel. They got a bunch of college stuff too. It's real cool stuff, man. Go check it out. Uh, triple A treats 10% off when you uh. Mentioned VSN when you place your order. Go check them out on Facebook. They got some really delicious stuff, man. All the pictures look good. I promise you, you'll find something there that you're going to like. All right. And the last one that we don't have on here, um, SeatGeek. First purchase, use VSN for your code. Get get $20 off your first purchase of tickets. That means if you've bought some, you can't use the code. But start a new account. Use your girlfriend's email. Use your mom's email. Use your dad's email. Use your grandma's email. Use any email, all right, that hasn't registered with them, that hasn't bought tickets. Use code BSN, get $20 off. $20 is $20, guys, especially off tickets. So go see that concert. Go see that comedian. Go watch a game. Get $20 off. Compliments of us for you guys listening. I appreciate it. Make sure you guys check us out on everything, Variety Sports. Network on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. We're big on Facebook and Twitter. Please like and share all of our stuff. I appreciate everything, guys. You guys have been so great. Um, the fans always interacting, people listening, people sharing out stuff. We appreciate all the love. Thank you guys so much. Um, that is all I have. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Monsters of the Midway on the Variety Sports Network. Thank you, guys. I'll see you next week.